0: We're not oh. recording yet. I can say what I want. Yeah, Well we are it recording. Too. It's just
1: not. We usually do. This, this is
0: all the. This is the B roll. Yeah, this
1: is all the the crap I get to take out and text you guys. Yeah, especially that seat right there is.
0: The, I'm usually in that
2: seat. Yeah, to
0: be clear, it's not this Nolan. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. Well, David's I was gonna say spot, yeah. it's normally David. Nolan, you got a lot big shoes to fill then.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: The racing addicts. It's like a circle. Great Racing Circle. That's staying in. Great Racing Circle brought to you by
2: Where's my endorsement? Hello. That's staying in. No, no. The racing addicts, you would. Ready ready. It doesn't (laughs) work like that. (laughs) Stand by. The racing addicts. Stand by. The racing addicts you would.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Season 3, episode 30, I'm pretty sure. Episode number 86 or something. We're somewhere. We're, we're north of the Jimmy Johnson era. Um, joined in studio by uh, Mr. Nolan. How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. Not as good as a Blaney fan, but pretty good. Oh, life is good. I'm breathing better than I was yesterday afternoon. That was a stress for us. Uh, and you're rocking your Carson host of our swag, I see.
2: Yes sir. Yes Remember,
1: sir. Uh, the most elite driver in the 42 this season, John Hunter kept that record going negatively yesterday. True. And we're also joined by uh, Kevin, good to have you back man. It's been a hot minute.
0: Yeah, good to be back. Enjoy being here with you guys.
1: Oh man, we're glad to have you. I hate that it's not more often, but you know, life and things and yeah, stuff. Yeah, again, had
0: to bribe my way back with cookies tonight. Listen,
1: bribery <laughs> will get you everywhere. Okay? That's this is this is a solid this is a solid move. So we had a pretty good race. I think for the next gen, yesterday was a really good race. Agreed. Uh, I th- I think, why is Homestead not the championship finale? That's where I'm going to kick it off. Like, Agreed.
2: Yeah. That's going to be the theme of the day as far as cup goes. <laughs> like, we got Phoenix oh. to look forward to. Now it's going to live up to this. And yeah. I'm not saying it was the greatest race ever, but it was pretty good.
0: It was pretty good. I mean, there's cars down low, there are cars up high. And I, I love whenever a race comes down to the finish and they're rim riding up around the wall and you, oh, yeah. just inches, just right, right on the razor's edge.
1: And I think what impressed me so much is Homestead has enough lanes that even though the top was dominant, because like the 12 did this all day to pass. Because you'd run the top and then you, when you would get in the wake, obviously you can't keep running there or you're going to lose all your downforce. And you could just poke the left front out. So you're running like half a lane off the top and you're still getting all the grip, but you're also getting the fresh air. So it's like you didn't get this annoying Texas Motor Speedway vibe where you get within three car lengths and they can't do anything. Yeah,
0: where you get stalled out and and you're just in dirty air. Right?
1: Like it's... Like even with the next gen aero issues, which I know Nolan and I are huge on, like Homestead was still a good race.
2: Yep. Agreed. a lot of the tire fall off too made it really, really good.
1: Oh my gosh. That was like, it felt like more than Darlington. It probably wasn't, but I'm telling you it felt like more than Darlington.
2: Yeah. Homestead is such a good track, especially with this car.
0: What a win. Well, and I also got to say, I'm glad that they're doing away with the PJ one, you know, that it, Made it interesting for a year or two, but there was no competition. Like, once you had the PJ1 all heated up, you know, nobody else left off of it and nobody could pass if if you weren't in the PJ1.
1: Yeah, I I agree. That was definitely like a fail. Like, the resin seems to work well, especially at Charlotte, but yeah, the PJ1 was like too much Mm -hmm. because it just went from little to everything. Yep. So, and you, as far as I know, Homestead, that was all just race
0: surface yesterday. I don't yeah, think they
1: I, laid anything.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I didn't I didn't see any dark spots on on the track and I didn't hear anything in the interviews. So, yeah, and, I think that was just good old-fashioned racing. I like it, man. It was good. So, we had Christopher Bell who was junk in stage 2
1: came back to win. Um, so Christopher Bell is now locked into the Phoenix Championship race, which uh, I believe you predicted, Nolan.
2: Uh, I don't know if I predicted this race or I can't remember. It might have been after Martinsville, but I think you had Bell in your final four. I did. I definitely did because of that reason, because I knew he won Martinsville last year um, in the aftermath of the Ross hauling the wall. The Hail Melon.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the Hail Melon.
2: melon. (laughs) Which, we'll get into that, I'm sure. we got to talk about that. But, uh, yeah, no. uh, My gosh, is there a better, like, playoff driver in the next gen than Christopher Bell? It, it's like pre- So I was listening again to the
1: teardown this morning, and they kind of brought up the same point is Christopher Bell is just unaffected by pressure. It's like, okay, you absolutely have to win the race to advance. You can't make it in on points. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and then he just does it. And it's like the car's running 20th on speed in the middle of the race. And it's like, no, we have to win this race. And he's like, Okay.
0: Oh, and that's the thing. Even if he wouldn't have got the win last week or the, yesterday, I, I think going into Martinsville, just based off of how dominant he was last year, yeah, uh, I would think right. he would win, have a good chance of winning his way in this coming weekend. You're not wrong.
1: Yep. And now it's now it's that much. I was dude. All right. I'm just going to say that yesterday was the most nerve wracking race I've watched all season because
0: Blaney well, for both of us. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's true. Yeah. Cause you're, you're right with it. He, with him having a chance to win and obviously knowing what that win meant, I half the race yesterday was like standing up in the living room, like yelling at the TV. Yeah. Um, especially, and we'll bring this up too, because it made for some funny quotes Denny freaking Hamlin. I cannot stand this man. No. I, oh. He almost ran Blaney in the wall three times, and I am
0: screaming at the TV. I'm like, "Dump him! Just dump him!" Well, whenever he got into the wall <laughs> lap or two later, I was just celebrating. I was like, Cheering. "Oh, couldn't have happened to a better guy."
2: <laughs> yeah, that was karma, like in the most <laughs> obvious beautiful. way ever.
1: And they won't say what broke. I think he, I think he cut a tire, but they didn't want to admit it because he was an idiot and cut his own tire. That's my theory. I'm sticking with it no data to back Dude, it that's up.
2: what he gets i mean he did oh, that was beautiful he did that to larson at pocono and you know gave the old shoulder shrug yeah and it's like you know finally it backfired and oh, it didn't affect blaney so
1: and then in post-race interview blaney called him a hack
0: he
2: did which is uh, I mean, was what so was that word he used hack hack yeah <laughs> that's what he is
0: he's, he's a hack i mean it's not wrong he chokes he yeah every year come playoff time so i mean it's beautiful i'm i'm loving it that joke again buddy go ahead yep and i don't see this weekend being any different uh
1: i i think this is my bold prediction i think the playoff standings as they are right now is exactly how they're going to be after martinsville um Cause I think either the 24 or the 12 is going to punch it into victory lane at Martinsville or the five or the 20, but either way, I don't think the top four is changing. I think, I think it's going to be the five, the 20, the 12 and the 24 all going to Phoenix with a chance. Yeah, I agree with that. And I'm just, I don't want to be disappointed next week, but that's <laughs> my heart is telling me it's possible. Well,
0: the problem is Martinsville is such a, uh, S show that, uh, you never know what to expect. Oh you my know, You're gosh, not even no. safe in the front just because of lap cars.
1: No, and even like they did a couple things to the short track package since they ran there last time. So you take that with the playoffs being on the line. Maybe we see more Martinsville esque, or maybe it's the same follow the leader bullcrap we saw last. I don't know. Like I just legitimately don't know what to expect. I have no predictions other than.
0: I think the 12 or 24 is going to win. Yeah, my my big concern is it is going to be follow the leader just like it was last year. And, you know, Brian Blaney did pretty decent last year, and then he got yeah. stuck on the outside and just got freight train. You know, it's just... He still finished top,
1: I think he's third or fourth
2: last year. I think he finished. Cause he did,
0: but he had a chance at finishing so much better and did. just got freight train and then couldn't make it back. And he was done, yeah.
2: How high do you think he has to finish in order to... Uh... I mean, excluding, you know, one of these outsiders winning the race and leading, right? Which is possible. Yeah. But let's just take that out of the equation. Let's just say uh, Larson or Bell is in the lead, right? Right. Uh, wh- what position would you feel uncomfortable with Blaney being in? Like, I mean, here's got to be a top 10, right? Uh, well,
1: that's what I was going to say. I think even more so. Like if, if he's second, I'm almost nervous because he only has a 10 point buffer. Yeah, you know, and you get a couple mediocre stages and maybe well, Tyler Reddick.
0: Well,
1: and thank God, I, I hate to say anything out loud, they've had a really good playoffs. The 12 team has been doing a great job. Yeah, knock on <laughs> that's every piece wood. of wood. You, yeah, that's fake wood. Oh. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's, I think, rolling into this week, if you, the 24 has got a pretty good points cushion. I'm not super worried about him. I think regardless of what happens, he's in. But if I think if you're the 12 team, your strategy all week is what do we have to do to get to victory lane? Because you only have a 10-point buffer. You're right above the cut line. I think that's the, only, that's the only way I feel safe.
2: Yeah, I think he's got to get a top five realistically. And realistically, I think he can. I mean, they're showing speed. Now yeah. we're going to a short track, and this is a radically different situation. But I mean, it seems like when teams are hot, when drivers are hot, they're hot. And it usually strings week to week to week, right? Like we we saw RFK just suddenly do good at every track. It's just like okay, they figured it out. Well, it seems like Blaney now they're just back to
1: before doing nothing. Yeah, well Blaney
2: is right there taking their spot again as like the best performing Ford, which is cool. I
1: I love it because he,
2: everybody,
1: I love that he's constantly the most underrated driver because everybody in the media writes him off. He was written off by so many media members in the round of sixteen. They're like, oh, the 12 just not there. He doesn't have it, you know, and now here he is. Lo- he's not locked in, but he's in the he's top four He's right getting hot now. at the
0: right time. Let's put it that way. True.
1: Yeah, and after two intermediates where every pre-race for the last two weeks has been, well, the, you know, the 12 just doesn't have it. It's not going to be the 12, not going to be the 12. Well, Vegas, he had top three, top four speed, finished sixth. And then, of course, Homestead legitimately had a shot at winning. And now here he is going into the track that Fords are actually strong at. And he's already in good shape.
0: It's like oh frick. going into Talladega or Daytona.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not wrong.
0: <laughs> you're not wrong. That's sorry, but
1: yeah, I mean, I, it, it could totally happen, uh, and that's the that's the exciting part. Now it's it might be super depressing next week if it doesn't happen, but either way, I love what I'm seeing out of the team because they're not stepping on their foot. And last year, so last year, had they not stepped on their toes at Vegas and Homestead, he would have made the Final Four. Agreed. Because he only missed it after Martinsville by, like, four points last year. So if you take away the mistakes at Vegas and Homestead, they would have made it. So the fact that they've had a clean playoffs, they've been doing what they need to do, getting solid finishes, putting themselves in contention, like, they've already elevated their game. So I'm already, as a fan, like, I'm already ecstatic. Like, this is the best playoff run
0: that Alex, entire you team better knock to wood again. You're jinxing them so bad.
1: Uh, I think they're gonna suck this week. They're gonna be <laughs> terrible. They're gonna, yeah, they're gonna unload with uh,
2: Legacy Motor Club speed. That's one. Oh. Oh, 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 shots fired. You uh, mean when Carson's not in the car? Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I meant. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say.
1: <laughs> but no, it was good. Um, what did you guys think of the uh, the Kyle Larson? Uh, Bringing the beach onto the
0: racetrack incident yeah, I, halfway through. I don't get it. I mean, I understand trying to close the gap, but you could clearly see from from the monitor that Blaney was down to pit road speed, and all of a sudden, Larson is there and nowhere. And if that's the case, why not take the penalty and swerve to the right and go back out on the track? Why would you still try to juke it in there? There was no room.
1: There, there was a 0% chance. So even if he made it in pit road, he was going to be speeding. Exactly. He wasn't even close. But I did, I love that he legitimately felt bad and apologized. And he said the reason he hit the wall is he didn't want to hit the 12. Mm-hmm. I love that. I've always liked Larson. Larson's a great guy, but you're right. I mean, true. just completely
2: overdrove it. <laughs> and this is like in direct comparison to Denny Hamlin, who's oh. not. But yeah, you're right. Like it, the drivers that do that, and he's definitely one of them, like the good ones that are not dirty intentionally, like they deserve respect. Like he doesn't oh, yeah. beat around the bush. What yeah. a great driver.
1: 100%. Yeah. And that's why Kyle Larson gets cheered when he gets introduced.
0: Yeah, well, not sure. to mention he's one of the best drivers of this generation. <laughs> in the freaking world. Yeah, yeah I was going to yeah. say, I mean, jump in anything and be competitive. It's it's kind of crazy.
1: Yeah, I believe that. Like last week, Kyle Larson won the Cup Series race, won the high limit championship, and then passed the rookie test for the Indy 500 next year yeah. in a matter of like five days or something like that. So, And then won a race in Cup yeah, it's just, I, I mean, he's, if they could ever clean up a race, no one would be able to touch him because he probably would have won yesterday. Yeah, he's had oh, yeah. some
2: bad luck, but man, that guy, if he didn't have the bad luck that he's had, which is like, it's kind of random sometimes. Now yesterday, I don't know. Can you say that's luck? Might've been his fault. It was a little bit, I think like, I'm, I'm willing to land that one on the driver. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, see, I'm not biased. Like you, <laughs> <No>. I, <laughs> hey, he didn't hit us. I'm okay. Well, he did hit us, but he didn't hurt us. So I don't care. <laughs> I was looking at that thinking, this is why I said in the group chat, I was like, wow, he's a Sunday driver. I mean, I didn't mean it literally cause he is, but like he, he, he got down to, he was so slow. He was so slow. Oh, yeah. I was a little more like on Larson's side going like, if I'm diving in there trying to get every inch I can, I'd be on Larson's side. Yeah. And then... He, he definitely went conservative. Oh, super conservative. He was like, I don't know, 150 feet before and he was like just about at the speed. Yeah. It's like, holy cow.
1: Well, and he was it. It was last. I think it was a couple of weeks ago. He sped on entry somewhere, and um, you know that thought had to be going through his head.
2: Like, probably okay. he was going conservative. Like, yep. I needed, I need to not now, mess this up. He
1: was only one mile an hour under the speed limit when he hit the yellow line. So Larson was not making pit road, regardless, because <laughs> he was definitely going more than one mile an hour
2: faster when they hit. I guess it was just a bad combo. Probably a little too fast, it, a little it, too I slow. Think so. Right? Like, yeah. Well, it's um, as bad as in
0: it. To go back to what Alex was saying, whenever he did foul up here a couple weeks ago, I mean that did take him out of contention because he was running good the entire day. He was in the top ten, and then when that happened, that put him back into the twenties, I think. Mm.
1: And with with next gen, I mean track position is just huge. Oh no doubt. Like you, and, and especially, I still think this weekend track
0: position is going to be king. Honestly, you know what? It made me think of whenever Larson did take out the the. You no, know, I went to the beach. Whatever you want to call it. Um, <laughs> Sorry, it, that's my new that's my new line now for this. It, it just made me think of uh, the road courses whenever they have the the brake lock up, you, you know, oh, just, yeah. and how you just slide straight through. I mean. I understand in a panic situation, you know, your instincts tell you to lock it down harder, but if you're already sliding, there's only so much you can do other, unless you do actually unlock the brakes and then you can steer out yeah. of it. You know?
2: Didn't Larson actually do that into turn one at Indy Road Course last year? I like think so. Like he piled through somebody? Oh, yeah, his remember teammate.
1: Remember that? Oh, Watkins Glen. Was it there too? Yeah, I, I, Watkins Glen, he blew turn one and took out Chase Elliott. Well, oh, that one, yeah. yes,
2: he did that too. I might have been do remember, yeah. But yeah well oh maybe he's not a clean driver forgot about that one i don't know there
1: i i I still think there's some unwritten beef between the nine and the five over at uh hendrick motorsports agreed well you
0: know i I think
1: the nine doesn't like losing the attention well i was just gonna say you can't have
0: two roosters in the same hen house that's uh kind of what seems like going on
1: yep problem with hendrick is right now they got three roosters true (laughs) like like billiam is
0: Coming on strong,
1: dude. He is the worthy champion this year. Like before, we even get to Phoenix, he deserves to win the championship. And uh, I hate agreeing with you on that one. I know. I, I like. I'm okay with Billiam. I like. I like him. He's a good dude. He's, he's clean. just like him because he's dating Blaney's sister. I mean, that helps. I feel like he's family. You know. <laughs> Plus, he's my wife's favorite driver. So okay, you know, okay. there's there's a little bit of something there because he's got the Liberty sponsorship. So. But like I liked, was it, was it stage two yesterday that Blaney and Byron raced the ever living poop out of each other? Yes. But they, they never put each other in a super bad position. They always left like that gap and they ran each other hard, but clean. And yes. I'm like, Denny, just take notes, like watch this back and just write some well, things I mean, down. Again, like- <laughs>
0: if you go back to Denny's career at any point, he's always been dirty. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm pre- I'm starting to think that that's a prerequisite for being a Joe Gibbs driver. You know, the only one that I can't say is dirty over there at Gibbs is Christopher Bell. Yeah, I like MTJ too. I'm willing to give half of JGR a pass.
1: The 54 and the 11, they could wreck every race for the rest of their career and I'd probably laugh.
0: But uh, yeah. I'll I'll give MTJ the the sympathy bye, but I mean, he's been dirty since he went over to Joe Gibbs. Well, his radio whining is getting old. I do know that. there's such a toxic relationship between
1: them two. Oh, like we, we should have uh, his crew chief and him on Jerry Springer or something because it's it's not good. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah, it's a matter of time till they kill each other or so. I don't, I just don't even get it. And like, yeah, yesterday Martin was brutal, bro. Like brutal,
2: and I'm like, all right, you need to shut up. Like this, is, yeah, but this that's is like par country. for the course from what I heard. Well, that's like true. that's just the way he, they are. Like it's crazy, ah, man. The second most toxic is Blaney. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's angry, dude. I well, we went to the races and yeah. I heard him on the scanner. I'm like, dude, he's so upset. And like Ross is like as cool as a cucumber, man. Like he yeah. just does not get well, heated. E-
0: even at uh, Martinsville last year, I mean Blaney was getting into it with, with his his crew chief then too. You remember yeah, that? Yeah, you know. Yeah,
2: and,
1: and they get along great. Like they love each other. But yeah, they he gets what's funny, when he gets heated, he gets really heated, and then five seconds later he'll apologize for it. Because even like when we were at Darlington listening on the radio, he said to his spotters, Josh Williams, and before the race even started, he goes, All right, Josh, you know, I'm going to get irritated today. Just keep me calm. <laughs> <laughs> like, acknowledge it at the beginning. You're like, I'm going to get feisty. I'm going to yell and curse. Just try Touché. to keep me in.
2: Yeah. Hey, um, just for your argument's sake, you kind of mentioned William kind of being like deserving the championship. In, or do you mean the regular season or what did you mean? Or just in general? I, I
1: just mean. In general, like, I think if you look at the whole season and you're like, who deserves to hold the trophy at the end of the season? Yeah. I kind of favor the
2: 24, honestly. You know what's funny? Okay, so just for argument's sake, and we brought this up on the podcast, well, mostly me, because it fascinates me for some reason, the Winston Cup-style points. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It surprised me this week, and that's why I'm bringing it up uh, since you mentioned it. Who do you think would be first in the Winston-style points? There's There's an account on Twitter that actually, like... yeah. Does it just like it was back in the
0: day? I mean, based off of wins alone, I, I would kind of lean towards Larson.
2: I'm, I'm favoring the 24. Larson is William. eighth in the points under that system, 260 points behind the leader. Wow! And the leader might not be who you think. But I'm just curious. What do you think? Uh, I I th- I got to stick with Byron. Like I just I don't know. I th- I feel like it's Willie B. Okay, so. William Byron is not number one. He's number two. He's 46 points behind Christopher Bell. So really? Under, yeah, so under that system, Christopher Bell would, is, would have been considered the best. Uh, yeah, so if it was back in the day, That's- you could argue that he would be sitting in prime position to win the championship by 46 I, points leads.
1: I would not have expected wow. that. He's man. He's had a quiet season. Cause I feel like he hasn't done much, but clearly he he's has quiet, but consistent.
2: Yeah, he is. Obviously that's what it is. Wow. So. I mean, I like him. I, I love,
1: I love his personality. Like, uh, they were playing the radio clip from yesterday when he's about to go a lap down. And his crew chief said, hey, we need to pick it up. We're about, we're half a lap from, or whatever. We're half a straight away from going a lap down. And he goes, okay, I'll start trying. You know? (laughs) (laughs) He's just like, he's got that respectful sarcasm to him. And every time uh, the, was it the clash? dry humor. Oh. And was it the clash when he clicked in the radio at one point? And he goes, this is fun. We're having fun. You know? (laughs) I remember that. (laughs) I. I'm starting to like Christopher Bell even more and more. Yeah, me too. Like,
2: I was kind of happy you won. I yeah, mean, me too. Yeah. I mean, not yesterday, but... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, 1.6
1: seconds. He was almost not the the winner, but yeah. Oh,
2: I that thought was, he was hunting them down. I thought there was going to
1: be close. I thought but, it was going to be close, but the the problem with the 12 is that car could not fire off. 20, 20 30 laps in a run, no one could touch him. But the first five, he just the car couldn't do anything. And I'm like, all right, if he can at least stay second or third, I think he's got a shot. And it finally, what was it? Four laps to go when he's, when it finally took off. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and he was like, I think he was over two seconds behind at that point. And I'm like, I he's fast, but he, he's not two seconds in four laps fast. Cause you still got to pass him when you get there, which is another five laps with the next, too gen, much dirty so. air. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I was like, I was still yelling at the TV, but I, I knew it was
0: gone. <laughs> Well, and if you've listened to to Blaney when he's given any of his interviews and stuff like that, he hasn't been shy about saying about the lack of speed that Fords have had the last two seasons.
1: Well, so they what's crazy is they are at a narrow disadvantage this year, and like NASCAR has admitted it, they know it. Like so, starting from a zero point, Fords are already behind the eight ball. Mm -hmm. So that's what makes it all the more impressive to me that. Because I, I, my big joke is always it's the 6, the 12, and the 4. Those are the only Fords you consistently see up front. True. Busher is either 18th or winning. True. True. <laughs> True. And then uh, every now and then a Stuart Haas car pops into the top 10 at the end whenever the accidents happen. But, like, that's been so impressive to me that what Rodney Childress and Kevin have done this year, because obviously not only is Ford at a disadvantage, but Stuart Haas sucks. Mm-hmm. And when you see them finishing top 10, you're like, okay, there's something happening in that combo that is fantastic to to bring the bar. And then again, like especially the last couple of months, all the raw speed the 6 and the 12 have had, to me, have been insane. Because I'm like, they're at a disadvantage and they're making comp- something happen. Yeah, like they're competing. So, no, I mean, that's makes me all the more excited for next year because they already got their new nose approved and they're no longer at a disadvantage. Nice. So they're going to be on an equal playing field era-wise next year.
0: Now we just need to uh, follow that Richard Petty clip that I sent to you oh. earlier this week.
1: Why, why don't you repeat that for the for the fans listening at home? Well,
0: uh, they, they were interviewing Richard Petty, and basically he said that the way to fix these these cars is more horsepower. He, he said that back in his day, Preach. horsepower was king, and they need to get back to it. He said that would actually invigorate him and get him even more excited about what's going on in the sport let him go let the man speak that's let him right. talk come on yeah R- richard petty's king for a reason i think they that's should right. listen to him and transmission please love why are we shifting
1: at homestead yeah. gosh and then they're going to be shifting what six times a lap at martinsville that's but insane. You, it's too much. You've got these little John Deere lawnmower engines with a five-speed transmission. Give me a freaking break. All right.
0: let, let alone, we still have an issue with cars catching on fire and blowing beads because they're building up too much heat.
1: Well, there's that. There is that. <laughs> and the tow links break when you run over a caterpillar that's walking across
2: the racetrack so yeah. there's that dude yesterday's hit where who was it that messed up their toe link i think it was stenhouse yeah it was yeah. yeah that was like the lightest hit i've seen yet where one of those broke <laughs> i mean it wasn't like the lightest hit i've ever seen but like yeah. for i was surprised they're so it's, bad
1: <laughs> it's insane and it's funny because we make the joke all the time about how like the larson hit yesterday in a gen six would have been the whole right front of the car gone. Like you joke that the cars do not sustain damage, but then again, you brush against something and the toe link snaps in half. And it's like, the
2: frick is going on here? Yeah. You said that yesterday or someone said that yesterday, I guess it was Mitch. And I was like, yeah, he's right. Like that the car doesn't even look bad. And then the next thing they're interviewing him. So I was actually surprised that he wasn't, uh, that he ended up being out of it. I know. I,
1: I thought he was going to be okay because it looked like the wheel was going the right direction, and I'm like, "Oh Probably man!" Somehow he didn't break it somehow. That's I think collectively the whole front just shifted or something.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was it was yeah. It sounded like it was pretty bad, but yeah. Hey, you got you got to keep it interesting. Hey, speaking uh, of Ford, you told me something when I walked in about Ford and uh, Mr. Zane Smith and how. Oh yeah. What's up with that? I I was
1: listening to uh I'm I'm way behind on stacking pennies because I I don't listen to it as much anymore, but I was listening to the one from I think it was two weeks ago when they had Zane Smith on and Zane basically confirmed that he was told to look for other opportunities.
2: Wow, Jeez, so
1: there was that's a
0: heartbreaker.
2: Oh,
1: uh, because there was the question of whether like Trackhouse was just more appealing because I mean I, Trackhouse is a great organization, so I didn't know if maybe like they came to him and he left Front Row and Ford, but apparently. Uh, I think it was like two months ago Front Row came out and announced that McDowell and Gilliland were back for next year and that it was at that time that they told him to he could either stay in the truck series again, which who wants to, he's like he said he's wasting if, his time. Yeah. Well and that's what he said. He said, I knew if I came back one more year in the thirty eight truck, that was that was my career. He said I was gonna get He'd stuck. He'd be another Matt Crafton. Yep. Yeah. So Basically
0: he was told to start looking for other opportunities and I'm like that's a shame. I'm surprised that Penske doesn't put him <laughs> on in the Xfinity series, you know? Yeah, I'm I'm still shocked that
1: Penske has no interest in the Xfinity series. I kept expecting that I to don't kick get it. up. But they sold all their stuff. Uh it was AM I think the the AMR or the AR is it AMR Racing that the Brett Moffitt's driving for? I know
0: who you're talking about. They bought all of the Penske stuff. So they're running all the old Penske Xfinity cars. So that makes no sense. So that means that they have no feeder system for the future. I mean, Austin Cindric yeah. hasn't done anything for the two years that he's been in that no. car. You know, may, I'm not saying jump ship, but at the same time, like, you need to keep your options open. Yeah, but I'll be honest. I don't know that Xfinity is a
1: feeder anymore. You don't think? I mean, I think it, it, his boy right here just proved it. Um, because the Xfinity cars drive too nice. (laughs) They don't drive anything like cup cars. So I don't think you gain anything by going there. Okay. I think you're almost better going from an aero truck to an aero cup car.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. There is an equivalency there. Obviously, if you're great in trucks, it seems to transfer, at least in the, like the small things that we've seen. I think so. Yeah. Yeah.
1: In the same way, I think Haley Deegan next year is going to perform better in the Xfinity car than she did in the truck because I don't think her driving style matches. Agreed. And in the same way, I don't think Haley's going to make it to the Cup Series for that same reason.
0: If she does, she's going to be another Danica Patrick where it's just going to be a marketing (laughs) ploy. And I hate to say that because I like Haley Deegan. I like her interviews, but, you know, it's just something's not clicking there.
2: Yeah, I said the same thing.
1: Yeah, and and, <laughs> I agree. and and unfortunately, you're not wrong. Like, I would love it. I would love to see Haley like go win a bunch of Cup races, but I I don't think it's I don't think it's happening. But
2: the good yeah. news is the Xfinity series is fun to watch. So we'll oh, see it's what fantastic. Happens.
0: Please, NASCAR, don't change anything. Well, Just the Xfinity, Xfinity series has, it as it is. has been the best for what two, three years now. Yeah, you know, by far better than the Cup series. I yeah. mean,
1: it's I, like I was thinking about this the other day, and I think Xfinity has had like two bad races all season. Like that's incredible that that is such a high performance to me, like if you have two races that are just eh
0: that's a pretty good year I agree <laughs> I mean that's better than ninety percent of the cup races
1: oh exactly i mean in in the in the in the opposite, I feel like we've had like six good cup races, Agreed. you know we've had a lot of like okay ones, you know, like even Las Vegas I wasn't thrilled about, but I thought it was decent, you know, so, but yeah, where's the the Xfinity? You're like, oh, this is a freaking good race. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, so Zane Smith, yeah, so it's like, so they, they re-signed all these drivers that are doing nothing. Like, they re-upped all their contracts, of course,
0: you know. Are they finally booting Amarola out of the uh, out of the, the Stuart Hall's car? What's going on there? The the big rumor. That's a good question. And I'm hearing it from multiple sources,
1: but the big rumor is Noah Gragson will that's be in the car. That's what I've heard, exchange. but I haven't seen a whole lot of uh, info to back it up. They're keeping it tight to the vest. I think what they're going to do is is the week after Homestead, I think they're going to announce it.
2: He's going to go to the, the 10 to,
1: into a Ford. That's what I think, huh. which I was shocked at first because I thought. He Was going to go
2: to the college car, but now yeah, I was going to say, Do we have anything on the 16? Am I missed not,
1: not yet announced, and I thought he was the popular one, but now I mean, I'm hearing uh, con. I mean, we we need Jordan Bianchi's number so we can just text him and ask him because <laughs> Bianchi knows all, but um, it, it sounds like from what I'm hearing that he's going to the 10, which is kind of nuts, so maybe Ford's gaining something there because but. I would take Saints. I don't know,
2: man. He doesn't exactly lift a program up and that program is not exactly good. So, you know, with Harvick going out, what hope do they have? It's not looking great.
0: The only thing that I can figure with with the Noah Gregson move is they're trying to recreate the Tony Stewart stardom. I mean, because he he's brash. Well, that is he, true. You're right. He doesn't right. take any BS, but, you know, he's going to let you know about it, too. I mean, and I'm not saying he does it in the right way because he's a hothead, you know, and I, I almost feel like that's what they're trying to mold Gregson into is the next, like, Tony Stewart-esque individual. I'm not saying he has the skill of Tony Stewart, but he definitely ha- comes with the controversy.
1: Well, and, and he's got the brand. Mm-hmm. I mean, Noah yeah. has built a brand. Which is very impressive. Like, Even earlier this season, you saw more NG hats than you did 42 hats. True. They were Noah Gragson fans, not Legacy Motor Club 42 fans. Mm-hmm. So that that's 100% accurate. I didn't think about that. But he, he does kind of have that personality.
2: There's something to be said about that, and just the way NASCAR is, which I think is pretty cool. It's like you see a guy that's like the victim somewhat of cancel culture. Now, it's also like divine timing on the part of... Uh, the forty two team, which was definitely looking to depart from him, right? Once they decided they're going Toyota. Yeah, I mean it, it was happening right It was gonna happen, yeah. so yeah. it's just like it was a convenient mess. But like obviously they did it for like reasons that to a lot of us, and I'm on this side too, where it's like I wouldn't I don't want to see guys get fired for that. Like I don't give a damn about that. Like it was a funny meme. It was a mistake. It was just but yeah. like I don't know. I don't like that. So, just there's something to be said about NASCAR fans that stick by guys. Like, I've seen his popularity literally increase because of it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. I,
1: yeah. That you're 100% right. I think his fan, I think the average fan was more disappointed by that decision than the opposite because it was, he liked a meme. You know, it, if he would have posted it on his page, I get it. Cause then you're, you're publicly like, dude, nobody died from the meme. No. <laughs> He, he literally liked a meme and it's like, and, and even now, like you still get some of the reporters talking about it. Like, well, what he did is just shameful. And I'm like, shut up.
0: Anybody like, who's a true up. NASCAR fan is not a believer in cancel culture. Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah. It's just some of the morons at the top. Truth. Just to, just to yeah, just to
1: be honest there. So, It's an that, advertising
2: sport, man.
1: It is. That dollar makes Did the world go round. You know what's crazy though? Did you notice Black Rifle Coffee left with Noah? Like they had to remove the logo. So someone actually caught a picture of it. They had to take the logo off the Legacy Motor Cub haulers and everything. Ah, good for them. There was like there was actually like tape squares on the hauler where the black black rifle coffee stickers were. So, wow. And that's part it. of it because Almarola brought Smithfield to the 10 car. So that car needs a driver sponsor to keep going. Because Stuart Haas doesn't have r- much of a sponsor for that car. Noah has Black Rifle Coffee. And then one of his other... Oh, it's escaping me. There's another one of his sponsors that stayed with the 42 this year, but they're jumping ship with him in the future. Um, so cool. he, brings, he brings the Dallas to the table. And the brand. That was a good catch. I didn't think about that before. That was a really good catch. So MTJ, yeah, yeah. And then we, we talked about him a little bit, but... Um, I think his head's just not in it right now. Yeah, it's... And even yesterday, like, they qualified on pole. It's a track where track positions... You can get above it, but it's still a, a thing. And I'm like, man, he just has to run clean and finish a top 10 and be good. And it just didn't,
0: you know? I mean I get it I feel for the guy but uh yeah it's just since everything happened y- you can tell his whole driving style is completely different right now and you know he's making mistakes that he wouldn't normally make and maybe some of it is happenstance but uh yeah I just I I think the guy's heart's not in it right now I think he's distracted
1: yeah I think the driver wise I don't know that he made any mistakes Sunday did he but it's nothing the,
0: egregious.
1: The The timing of the caution sucked because that caught him. And then of course the motor blows up, but even it just, the whole team's just not there. And like, so he straight up declined media yesterday. Not a single person talked to him. He just left. So, you know that it's, he's, he's feeling something. So I, I feel bad for him. Cause like I said, I do like him. I think he's a good guy. He's a good driver. Um, He's one of the two JGR drivers that I can actually tolerate.
0: But well, I mean, if you look at the JGR drivers and the the media push and everything like that, you know, it's all about Denny Hamlin. It's all about Ty Gibbs. You know, Christopher Bell's never really got a big pop, and MTJ he got a little bit of a pop, but not as big as they're pushing these other two guys. You right. know, and I, I just think that that's a big part of it. Is uh, you know maybe he he's just not getting the push from behind closed doors like you're seeing with some of the other drivers i mean the media that you you see how they push drivers i mean look at look at bubbles they they push him every freaking week
1: you know yeah uh, and i mean he's put together a really good season but yeah and it's funny you mentioned that because now like especially the winston cup points like you brought up like christopher bell is the top performing toyota and you're right he probably gets the least amount of social media attention mm-hmm
2: yeah, so. man. Actually, Jimmy Johnson, after the the Vegas second place where he did not wreck Larson mm. and people were kind of giving him crap for it, which, you know, we should talk about that briefly. Jimmy Johnson just said something on Twitter about like having his back basically being like, yeah, they said the same thing about me. I you love know? It. And then he so. goes out and wins. Yeah, I like that a <laughs> lot. I mean, he got an endorsement from my favorite driver of all time. So that's cool. Uh, just on the Martin Truex thing, uh, I don't know what point in the race this was. It was at 4.56 p.m. Eastern. Yesterday, Jordan Pion- Bianchi quote, quoted Martin Truex as saying over the radio, effing joke, I ain't doing this S-word anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so he was pretty mad. I mean, what's that tell you? He was, yeah. He's over he, it. Yeah, and he, just, and Harvick, he just recommitted to next year.
1: <laughs> yeah, man, Wonder if the wonder if the ink is dried on the contract yet. <laughs> His
0: brother might be getting a, a, a bump up to the Cup Series earlier than we thought. <laughs> I mean, Ryan Truex, he, he's one of those drivers that I feel is always overperformed in under budget equipment. You know, I, I feel like, again, another driver that hasn't really got a good pop. Yeah, I think so. There's, there's strong rumors he's going to be full time in
1: Xfinity for JGR next year. Okay. Which I would love to see because I think his average finish this year
0: in that 19 car was like fourth. And one of those races was a win. So I will say, I did like seeing Trevor Bain get another shot and be in in the JGR car. Not that I like JGR, but I like Trevor Bain and what he did. He was a driver that I feel like got screwed over with a bad bad set of circumstances and bad timing. He did, yeah, because
1: Roush was junk at the time. I don't like the fact that Bain caused, like, 27 pileups this year in that 19 car, but he he hit somebody or something
0: every single race he was in this year. I'm like, bro, just finish. Just. I mean, it was no, no better or worse than Jeb Burton, and I like him. Well,
1: 100%. And and honestly, the other driver of the 19 car right now is Joe Graf Jr., who's a complete and Idiot. utter clown. Yeah, yeah, so it's like, yeah, Ryan Truex was literally the highlight of that car this year for sure.
2: Shout out to the part-timers, man. They can just step into these Xfinity rides if they're like an A-tier team and just uh, do pretty well.
1: Well, and, and that's if the big a measure for me because like like we joked about the John Hunter thing because he's got to be going from the car that unloads first on speed every week to yeah. the car that unloads 28th on speed every week. So, I mean, a JGR car, if you can't perform in that in the Xfinity series... You got problems. Yep, it's time to find another career.
0: Yeah. So... Although, I'll be honest, I can't stand John Hunter Nemechek. Just, oh, at all. so dirty. He's, he's as bad as Ty Gibbs. He's, he's
1: Denny Hamlin 2.0. Legit. 100%. He's going to fit in, in at uh, Toyota. Oh, my gosh. He's yeah. perfect. I, I expect him to be at JGR soon, which I'm hoping, and then I can just hate the whole team. Just make it easier for me. Get rid of the him and Ty Gibbs show with the, oh. the veteran Denny Hamlin. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then the, one of them will wreck a different oh driver every single week and then blame the driver that they wrecked for the wreck. So, exciting times ahead for Toyota. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. So we did hit on Vegas real quick there. Um, yeah, I I mean just the finish. I, I to me, I saw two really good, hard, clean drivers race for the win, and I loved every I second loved of that. it. It was a great yep.
2: race, as I, advertised. too, we expected it with the mile and a half multiple grooves. It's just where it's, this car excels. It was great.
1: It's it's next gen paradise, and you know having Bell and Larson go at it at the end there and then yeah I I loved I, the very interview you're talking about I got to listen to and I again my the Christopher Bell points in my head went up again watching the interview cuz I'm a Mark Martin guy so like respect is a big so yeah. seeing any guy that that kind of has that Mark Martin style in them I'm like yep yep you just you just went up a few more steps so yeah Vegas did anything else happen that's worth covering I don't it was it was a decent race but I don't know that there was anything controversial. I didn't have anything written down. There was the uh, there was the uh, Ryan Blaney disqualification and then requalification.
0: Yeah, I think that was just NASCAR <laughs> jumping the gun,
1: honestly. Well, you know. what I was impressed about is the fact that they screwed up and owned it. That was actually kind of big to me. I mean, that was a first, I think. Yeah, and they requalified a driver without them having to appeal, and that has never ever, ever happened before. So, that was pretty cool. Um, And especially, yeah, just, I, I knew I knew it was crap when I heard about it. I'm like, dude, they unload like 18th on the speed charts. That car's legal, I promise you. We'd like, be having a whole
2: different conversation about Blaney if that stuff had upheld. Oh, um, yeah. You know? yeah <laughs> that was I, crazy that that happened. Oh,
1: that was bizarre. And then the uh, the uh, uh, Bubba Wallace, Ryan Blaney <laughs> fake feud on Twitter that oh, stemmed yeah. from it was so funny because... Bubba, Bubba tweeted because he went from 13th place to 12th place. So he tweeted, P illegal shock. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, that's kind of like. Uh, that was so good. It's kind of like Lance DeWeese and uh, Danny Dietrich on the Honest love to
1: God, it. that was the first thing I thought about when I read it. I was like, oh my gosh, it's Dietrich DeWeese part two. Like it was so. Because you know, like the whole time they're feuding, they're probably sitting next to each other laughing. Oh, yeah. Like showing the phone going, look what I wrote that time. Isn't that good? <laughs> but oh like i I, bubba had the clip of blaney spinning on pit road exit at homestead last year and then (laughs) blaney said something about uh are you excited to come to homestead this year since you weren't able to come last year because it was right after he got (laughs) suspected (laughs) (laughs) i i love that personality out of the drivers like give me more of that every day of my life that that was so freaking funny
0: yeah it's the same that uh Bubbles' personality gets in the way at, at all the other times when he's giving interviews and carrying himself as a person. Yeah, he's he. I've been really impressed with
1: him this year, and I just want to keep seeing that grow because he's. I mean, he's been driving better. I'll give you that. He, he just, has, and even his comments have been really good. Like uh, when he got eliminated, the way he handled that interview was a hundred percent different from every other year. I was like, "All right, thank God, thank God." Like, yeah, we were
2: having a different conversation about him and his attitude last year when he like was making it in or not making it you know the whole thing oh yeah and like uh, hiding from the media all the time I mean and- he was like practically crying because he finished second at like I don't know what, I don't know Nashville or somewhere last year and I was yeah. just like that's kind of it just made me feel weird watching it I'm like dude like you should be proud give your sponsors a shot. like why are you like having a, a meltdown
0: it just yeah, seemed like toddlerish
2: or just immature but like
0: and now all he- that aside yeah.
2: he has definitely come a long way and he's raced better He reminds me of Martin Trex Jr. in that Toyota camp where they have been qualifying really well lately. And they start off really well, but then they just don't finish. But yeah, he's definitely shown an improvement in speed too. Attitude and speed, he's shown improvement.
0: So. It almost reminds me of uh old school Bubba Wallace back when he was in the Xfinity series, you know, where he was just that hungry underdog that was yeah. constantly trying to prove himself and make it his name known and and whatnot. And I liked him back then. Yeah. You know, it's just once he came up to the Cup series, like his whole attitude changed and you know, I just I didn't like the way he carried himself. He
2: handled the spotlight the wrong way in different ways multiple times over the course of a couple of years and we all know the big one, right? Mm-hmm. But like yeah. I'm willing to set that aside and then Even last year, I was willing to set that aside. But then again, it was just a couple of those interviews where I'm just like, his attitude is so strange to me. It's like, dude, just it is what it is. But this year, I haven't seen any of that, and he's improved as a driver. So I'm looking forward to next year with him. He's just one of those guys I'm excited about. So,
1: Well, and they, they, in my opinion, they made it a round further in the playoffs this year than they should have. So that really impressed me. The fact that they made it to the round of 12, I thought was already a win. Because mathematically and like stat wise, they should have been out after round of sixteen. So I, I was impressed, and um, and honestly, they barely didn't make the round of eight. Like they were, they were knocking on the door. Yeah, and like he almost wanted a road course. Like Bubble Wallace almost won on a road course. Yeah, when that sentence has never once been said in the history of life.
2: So <laughs> he's won in intermediates. Yeah. We know he's good at plate racing, and if he has that, where's his weakness? So yeah, like, he's so, pretty well rounded as a race car driver at that point. So yeah, yeah, he's been super impressive. So I'm, I'm anxious to see. He's obviously in the right equipment because him and the 45 are in the top ten very regularly. True. Like they're mainstays in the top ten, top five
0: sometimes. I'd really like to see Reddick kind of pull his stuff together. You know, I mean, he's in good equipment. He he can drive, but man, just he gets caught up in so many dumb situations or just gets himself behind and then can't seem to dig it back out. Just
2: it's- not next week, right? Not next week. Yeah. Next week's yeah, no. a bad week <laughs> to do that. yeah. It, it does
1: feel like the 45 team is lacking like 5%.
2: Yes. Like, it's not yeah. much.
1: They just, they yeah, they need that incremental. You're 100% right. Which, speaking of which, so I, I obviously shared my opinion, so I don't need to talk again, but go, I'm just going to shut up and the yeah, rest of the episode. No, yeah, I mean- here no. <laughs> So... After Martinsville next week, what are you guys thinking the round of four looks like? Like, who do you guys think are going to Phoenix for a championship?
2: Well, Bell and Larson are locked in, so that's that. That's an easy one. Yep, so we got two I think two Byron's in. safe, and I think he's going to race well. I expect the top 10 unless he crashes. I mean, anything goes, but at sure. the same time, I can't predict that. I don't have anything that makes me think, well, this person's going to crash. I mean, Byron, uh, ugh, man. I could see the four as it stands, just making it in the way it is. I so like Byron it. and Blaney. I,
0: like it. I agree. Uh, I think it goes back to a conversation we had earlier that Blaney just needs to perform. He needs to run his race and make sure at the very least he's in the top 10, but top five, I think is where uh, Nolan said he needs to be. And I agree hundred percent.
2: I think the biggest dark horse here is Denny Hamlin could win. That's oh.
1: that. I have one slight baby hair of concern about that. Yeah. The one thing that gives me hope is he looked rattled this week. And if Denny gets rattled, he's done.
2: He, yeah.
1: he does not handle pressure. It's pre- that
2: like, time of year. Yeah.
1: Like, okay, so we made the joke about how Christopher Bell is unaffected by pressure. Yeah. Denny Hamlin is the complete opposite. Oh, yeah. We've been watching this yeah. for
2: like 18 years, man. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. So that's... That, that's probably my only concern because I don't see the 45
0: or the 19 or the 17 winning next week. I don't think the 17 is consistent enough yet. No. I mean, and I, I like what I'm seeing, but I just don't think they're quite there.
1: No. And again, top eight for an RFK car. Who would have ever had that on their predictions? Like this season has been a win for them.
0: Well, I mean, yep. David tries to call that every week, but well, I think that's does. just because he's a homer.
1: He is. <laughs> and I get it because we all do that. Like, I think I picked Blaney for the champion at Daytona. Like, this is just what we do. Like, True. I, But, yeah, I I mean, RF like this season was 100% a win for RFK. I don't even care that they don't make it to the round of four. Well done.
0: Oh, definitely. I
1: mean, that team sucked
0: a year and a half ago, and here they are. Yeah, I mean, if there has to be a weak link, and I I wouldn't even really say this, but I would say it was BK himself. Um, But, I mean, he was up there. He was doing the right things. And then just, again, stupid circumstances happen, you know, that, that would end up taking him out. Yeah,
1: for sure. So my hope next week is that either the 12 or the five or both of them just wreck the 11. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, my, that's my goal going into Martinsville. Apparently I think, he
2: wrecks himself. I mean, well, yeah, he
1: something. doesn't even need anyone to wreck him, right? Well,
0: I mean, if somebody puts a Brown streak along the outside wall, I mean, he'll probably wreck himself into it.
1: <laughs> well, so I, again, I say this, Kyle Larson still owes him too. Because True. Larson got driven in the wall for a win twice by Hamlin this season. So I'm still waiting on like the finish of a race to come down to the 11 and the five and the five just clean him out and then just repeat whatever stupid line Hamlin used and go, I left him a lane. I don't know. He just ran himself in the
2: wall. What's, what's the sporting thing that they do every week? Is it basketball? Oh, yeah. They're a big basketball. They golf too. They're actually avid golfers. Golf? Yeah, I think it's
1: golf and basketball. Okay.
2: I don't know which one it is. I just know they do it every like every week and they have got a whole group of drivers and they're like the two big ones. I wonder if like, how can you coexist with somebody for like, say like 10 or 12 weeks just like playing with them? What's up, man? And I like, talk about the race, but like in the back of your head, you're like, I'm going to freaking wreck him with two <laughs> races to go. What I like mean- just holding that resentment until the very yeah. end. That's. That would be crazy to
0: me. Well, I mean, if you look back at, uh, you know, in the 90s, Jeff Gordon and Dale Earnhardt, I mean, they they played that feud up for the media like you wouldn't believe. And, yeah. and really, off the track, they, they were marketing geniuses, yeah. you know? And I mean, if Larson was going to do that, which I don't think he would because he doesn't seem to be a dirty driver, at least not to anyone who's not his teammate. I agree. Um, I agree. But, uh, or I mean, sand barrels. Larson, this would be a perfect opportunity for him because he's already locked into the next round. Just saying. You know hey, who else could take Denny Hamlin out? Let's make it happen.
1: Bring it on, Wreck-It-Ross. <laughs> so <laughs>
2: Ross has boy been boy out, of the, out of the spotlight for a long time. And I mean, who knows? Is it, does, does Wreck-It-Ross make an
1: appearance at the home of the Hail Melon? Would be fitting. It would be Fantastic.
0: I might buy some Ross Chastain merch if he just dumps Hamlin this week. That would be great. I still love that he edged him out last year at Martinsville. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. it was so good.
2: Oh, that's right. He's the one he beat to get into yep. the freaking bottom yep. four. Oh my god, and gosh. the
0: stands went insane, dude. Right, people Kevin were cheering more for Ross Chastain in that move than they were for Christopher Bell. Oh, it was yeah. amazing. I, I mean, felt
2: bad. I watched that. And I, like, <laughs> Bell, I'll watch the replay, and Bell thinks they're cheering for him clearly because he doesn't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. and, like, he's like, "Oh, I'm lifting it up," And like, nobody
0: cares. And the thing is, like, you know how they say about. You know, singers and and musicians and stuff like that getting standing ovations. Dude, Ross Chastain literally got a standing ovation for the Hail Melon. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, Yeah.
2: I still, like once a month, I'll watch like
0: replays of people in the stands because I could have gone to the race and I didn't. I mean, we tried to talk you into it. We did invite you, you know, just saying. I mean, I was there. I I was part of that conversation. Uh,
1: We were part of the crowd booing Denny Hamlin truth you know i'll tell
2: you what, right up until that point though i was thinking this race is so boring i'm glad i didn't go I would suck. it was nothing happened and then yeah.
1: the the tires would they would get 98 percent of the way through the run they and they would, would finally blow. get passing and then they would pit five laps later
2: yeah guess we, what we're going to martinsville and the track's gonna be cold so yeah, yeah it was last year too
0: yeah, yeah it was cold yeah so have you have you looked
1: at weather
2: yet this weekend
1: is it no i just, just
0: expected yeah be you're cold. Probably, oh, right. it's cold here Actually, this weekend is supposed to be warming up. It's supposed to be seventy by the end of the week. Ooh, okay. Now I don't know what it's supposed to do down in Virginia, but I know that's just here.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna find out. Well, we'll see. I mean, shoot, we didn't even talk about the under series, uh, the races. Do we want to talk about that briefly? Dale Jr. was in a second race this year. He finished top five.
0: I'll admit, uh, I didn't
2: get a chance to see it because I was at
1: the race myself. Eighty-one degrees on Sunday in Martinsville, by the way.
2: Nice. What's that? Eighty-one Eight. degrees on okay. Sunday at Martinsville. So, right. so you're saying there's a chance?
1: We're saying uh, the racing might not totally suck. This car does a lot better in the
2: '80s than it does in the '60s. Uh, yeah, true. '50s, '60s. Yeah.
1: So forget that. Anyway, sorry.
2: No, that's a okay. new series. Uh, I, I I was listening. Yeah. No, shoot. We did such a good job talking about the Cup series, which is the main event. But like, shoot, there. I guess there are a couple of things we could talk about. First off, let me just rant about this. So, in no particular order, we'll start with trucks. Hosevar Var wins the race. <laughs> And he, you know, they, he didn't get to race the 42 this week because they put John Hunter, Niemercheck, Niemer, Niemer mid, whatever. He, he finished
0: 33rd. <laughs> Niemer mid. I like yeah, that. That's I a new know. one.
2: Yeah. Anyway, he finished 33rd and he was like three laps down. Uh, wasn't a good. I think he ended up wrecking. Yeah. He was out of the race. Oh, like yeah. He, he was three laps down before he wrecked. He caused the so, pileup.
1: Yeah. That was his
2: fault. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He hit Ross. This yeah. is personal. Ross was four wide, and they couldn't handle it. They couldn't handle it. He held his line anyway. So the 42 <laughs> car, they put in their future super mid not star. He, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> st- I'm, st- I'm a host of our fan, right? So my whole thing is he's shown so much speed. I want to see him every week in cup that I can get, right? And uh, yeah, I did, so I got deprived of that this week, and then he goes out and wins the, uh, wins the truck race, and we've talked about how the truck and the cup car are somewhat equivalent and that Carson has done the transfer really well. I mean, absolutely. It's so cool because like six, seven weeks ago, I was joking about being a Carson fan and saying he's a top 15 driver. And you guys are like, you're so stupid. You'll be lucky if he runs top 20, he almost gets a top five at Bristol. He just had a loose wheel. He gets like almost top tens. He's running top 15 regularly. He's elevated the 42. And so watching him win the race, on Saturday or whenever it was, and then yeah, uh, Saturday, yeah, yeah. And then John Hunter Nemechek, like running near the back, was just like, all right, it, it was gives a little me satisfying. It gives me satisfaction. Not, not like I don't care about John Hunter him going the, to that team or him being bad, but it makes me excited as a fan because to me, it's just like, dude, he's coming. He's good. He's really good. Yeah. I said he's the next Ross Chastain. I think that could be it's hard to say because he's going to the 77. I don't know that they'll have track house speed, but how did we know track house was going to have track house speed before they did? They were a new well, team. So to me, it's like you get the right driver in there. He's going to be a top 15 driver next year. That's my take saying it now. If he makes the playoffs, I
0: won't be surprised. Well, if nothing else, he ought to be at least better than the Dillon brothers.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he's, he's outraced the Dillon brothers every already cup start that he's <laughs> raced yeah. already. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: And the seventy seven's about to well that Spire altogether is hiring really good people. They're spending money on gear. Like they may legitimately have three competitive cars next year. With LaJoy Hosevar and Smith. Man, watch out Spire. Yeah. Stuart Haas really might be in trouble. <laughs> oh man. Now Harrison's gonna run thirty second each week in the twenty one instead of twenty eighth. So Oof, that hurts. Yeah. So now you're right. I feel bad for the Wood Brothers. I really do. I know. They've got to be so ashamed at this point. And then Jeff has to lie on TV about his son every week, you know? Um, Zane Smith, eliminated and disqualified from the truck series, since we're talking trucks. Yeah, I didn't know we got disqualified. Yeah. uh, So a bunch of the fans caught it during the race. So I, I think we all saw it coming his windshield was flexing. like a Really? Lot, like a lot, a lot.
0: <laughs> like oh. Didn't they say it was lifted up in the corner by about like a quarter of an inch?
1: Oh, it might have been more. I got to show you some of the pictures. It was bad. Like, when, when you can see it on the... Attaboy. All right. Yeah,
0: Nolan. I'm
1: right. proud of you, son. That's great. Get some cookies in your life. be fat kid. Kevin's going to need some cookies, too, I think. He hasn't oh, yeah. eaten any yet. Oh, yeah.
2: Okay.
1: So... Yeah, I don't want you to yeah,
0: feel self-conscious. It, I'll, I'll, I'll take some, too.
1: I'm telling you, it's a slippery slope. I'll start eating it. I won't stop. That box will be gone in the next 15 minutes. One, and 20.
2: What's the difference? Yeah. I already cheated. <laughs> it's like nice. you go to the. You go. Keep it in the camera shot <laughs> so it's tempting. Yeah. Right that was, there. That was on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> if you cheat with one girl, you got to might as well cheat with 20. It's all the same, right? Uh, <laughs> is that how cheating works? There's some... I don't know. I don't cheat, but I was just wondering. I
1: don't. I got nothing. No, I I don't know. If there's any Jordan. signs to that Yeah, No, I'm not asking my <laughs> no. wife that No, Is one <laughs> worse
2: than 20 or are they the same? Um, I think they get worse. I'm pretty sure. So I'm doubling just, my odds here in a second.
1: So yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, good for Hosavar locked in, uh, Sam Mayer locked into the Xfinity championship on Saturday. So good. Yeah. Ran a, ran a good race. I mean, good job. Clean finish. Um, and Dale Jr. wrecked his buddy and teammate, so there's, there's that. <laughs> it was good for the lulls. Oh my but why gosh, everyone liked it. You know, he had to feel like crap after that happened, like because Dale, Dale's a great guy, like, you know, he had to feel about like
2: two inches tall
1: after that accident happened.
2: Yeah, apparently, he just did not know he was up high at all, and it wasn't the spider's fault. He admitted fault, so
1: right. He misunderstood what was it? he? the spotter was telling him middle three and he thought the spotter told him top of three or so. I think is what, I think that's what I heard happened or mm. yikes. Hey, it's been a while, man. You know, Hey, <laughs> you know what happens? And he was fast. I mean, you nailed it. He had good speed all day, ran well. He got better as the race went on, which is, I feel like is the real indicator. You know, it's cool. I love seeing junior Dude, run well. When
2: you're skilled and you're fast. You're skilled and you're fast.
0: Oh, I, yeah. I still feel for him. whenever is uh rate racing suit caught on fire because dude he he was poised to win that race and he was saying at the beginning of that he would be happy with a a top 15 yeah that that was just amazing and just crappy circumstances oh like when we thought he
1: was gonna win bristol yeah yeah Yeah. dude that was that was freaking awesome although the all guy win was pretty fantastic i was a big fan of that so yeah uh, other news in Xfinity, uh, Sheldon Creed announced will not be back in the two car next year. That
0: surprises me.
1: Please, please don't be true. The rumor I'm hearing right now is not good. What? Ty Dillon may be taking that seat. Dear God. Oh, please, oh I mean, one. if, okay, any, any murmurings of favoritism to your grandson is going to immediately be accepted from here till eternity. If somehow Ty Dillon ends up in that car next year like you talk about I'm sorry he's a nice guy I love his personality he's not he's not a race car driver he's just not dude has had 27 different opportunities with great teams can't do anything so you've you've had a good run I don't go run the main office or something put decals on it I don't find something else in racing to do go, go back to running
0: modifieds or something like that I mean maybe yeah. you go down there kind of like go do something uh, for fun so, some other driver we know You you know who I'm talking about, Corey Lejoy. (laughs) I'm taking taking (laughs) out the two leaders. My gosh!
1: It should be noted that you chose the Ross Chastain flag
0: over the Corey Lejoy flag, Uh, and I did. I did. I definitely like uh, Chastain better than Corey Lejoy. But I I mean, no hate. I love legacy drivers, and I don't mean uh, legacy motorsports. I mean, you know, nobody
2: likes legacy third generation drivers. drivers. (laughs) (laughs) Caught in between a weird position here because I want to defend the legacy driver that's the interval, but I don't want to defend the Spire driver, but. Our so far it's kind of going there, so I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I,
1: I'm so internally conflicted.
2: <laughs> Back to
1: the cookies. See, <laughs> I told number you. Five. I told you. Here it goes. Nolan, I'm proud all, of you. All Especially the cookies. Else, I'm proud of
2: you. Proud influence.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, you I've need been better told friends. At a time or two. Oh my gosh! I'm Clearly, right. you need better friends. <laughs> All right, uh, we had the four tens at BAPS this past weekend, Kevin, you were there do you want to you want to hit a little bit? I didn't get to see any of it, so you want to yeah, hit a little bit on that what how happened?
0: good a fan you are I, dude saying.
1: i I actually really wanted
0: to come. I was bummed because I know Brian went too so, yeah, I was, yeah I was hanging out with Hayberger there uh, we had a good chat, you know watching some racing um track was greasy, wet, sloppy. I mean the whole pits were were a muddy mess and yep. uh had a lot of fast cars show up. There was thirty seven cars total that showed up, and uh, well, great, great turnout for an October race. It was, yeah, and it was it was cold. We even got a shower there at the start of the <laughs> start of the event. But uh, you know, Kenny uh, went out there. He did some learning, got some good experience. I mean, he didn't quite uh, make the the final show, but it, hey, it's all experience. And and the car and the driver went home in one piece. So I mean. Obviously, you know, it's, it's tough to go from being a champion in one series and then sure. trying, trying to step up in a new car. And, you know, you got a whole big learning curve. But I mean, all in all, I think it was a, a solid effort from the team and everything. Just, uh, you know, got to go back, regroup, think about things, and try again well, in two weeks. At
1: some point, you have
0: to run your first race. Exactly. You know what
1: I mean? So, like, you, you get your first race in and you run, you don't run into anybody. You don't make the headlines for doing something stupid. Yep. You come home in one piece and you come home with knowledge. Like to me, that's a win. Exactly. And it's like, it's like an Xfinity where we see, or trucks, trucks is way worse. You see these kids that have no talent, but they got a rich daddy. They come out, they cause an eight car pileup and and then their name is blacklisted. You know, it's your goal when you're new is to run smart, run smooth, gain knowledge and don't make any enemies.
0: Exactly. And you know, I, I think it was good. I mean, Kenny even said himself that he learned more from that one heat race than he did from all the practice sessions that he ran before that. That's you know, awesome. and race conditions are so much different than test and tune conditions. So, you know, you, you got to try stuff somewhere and start building up that data to, you know, prepare yourself for the future. And, you know, they got another race here on November 11th, and hopefully we'll we'll go out and try to do even better than what we did last time. I love it.
1: Yeah, um, we are... Expected to be there, so excited well, to come. Yeah, I mean, heck yeah!
0: Any true fan would be <laughs> talking to <laughs> you guys. Jeez, we suck.
1: Couldn't couldn't make if it last I'm around. time. Yeah, yeah. Let's let do it. Up. Let's do it. That'll be that'll be exciting. Of course, now I got two four ten guys to root for, but. Well, I mean, I told on. Kenny he's number two in my book because Danny Dietrich was my favorite driver
0: first. So, uh, <laughs> man. tell you what, Danny Dietrich was coming on strong at the end of that race, dude. He, he was putting the pressure on Macari, and, and if they would have had a few more laps, I think it, the outcome would have been different.
1: Ugh. I'm telling you, if if Danny could
0: learn how to qualify, he would have 50 wins a season. Well, yeah, because I think he started back in <laughs> somewhere between 12th and 15th, that, and he drove all the way up to third. I mean, yep. he, he he was a rock star.
1: That is every race, every weekend, is they come out, they have an eh qualifying effort, an eh heat, and then by the end of the feature, he's gained 15 spots and finishes top five. It's like, man, if you could figure qualifying out, you would have so
0: many stinking wins, bro. Well, didn't they say that uh, Danny Dietrich took the points lead uh, with his third place finish this weekend?
1: Oh, I I actually did not see that, so I'm oh. not sure. It's possible.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure I heard Bennett, them announce that over the PA
1: system. I mean, he's had he's had a good season, like especially like when the Outlaws are in town, he's usually one of the the top posse guys, apart from Marks, who wins everything. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I feel like he's had a pretty solid season. It's just yeah, it's just like getting said, to the W's. You might want to double
0: check me, but I think I heard that he was going to be the points leader after after that good finish.
1: Well, that's awesome, and we got one. How many races are left in their season? Is it just one? I think there's just one more left. I, I figured think. like we're getting towards the end of October. Like it's getting yeah, we're, we're about there. Yep. And yep. no, nobody races good on a cold track. No. NASCAR, Sprint Car, nothing. It's I I want hot and slick. So yeah, the rate ain't going to be good racing anyway if we race much longer. So
0: yeah, but we'll see. Hopefully, uh, this this heat blast that we're supposed to have this weekend will carry into uh, two weekends for the eleventh and. Like I said, hopefully we'll get a good showing.
1: That'd be awesome. Yeah, we're we're excited to be there. And uh, I say it every week, I think. But again, if if you listen to the pod and you've never been to a sprint car race, I mean, Kevin will tell you because he goes to the dirt track. I think <laughs> dang near every weekend. Just about every weekend. They are so much fun to watch. And the last year and a half, especially thanks to Flow Racing and Dirt Vision, I have gotten so into dirt racing. Um, watching the Outlaws, the All Stars, of course, anything that Dietrich's running, I usually root. You know, he's the guy I root for, so I watch all all that. And it is consistently some of the best racing.
0: Well, and if you look at the ranks coming up through to through the the chains, I mean, through the other series, you know, notice who some who the majority of your best drivers are. They started on dirt and worked their way up because the, there's no no excuse for experience. You know, you can't. It's second to none. Well, and, and again, props to Kyle Larson
1: because Kyle Larson has bridged the gap both ways because I see like people that I follow on, on X Twitter that are dirt racing. People are watching NASCAR more and more because of Kyle Larson True, and then vice versa. You've seen like, especially the high limit series and everything Mm-hmm. You've seen a lot of NASCAR people that are now getting into the dirt stuff because of that. And it's really cool because I mean, like I know Christopher Bell, Tony Stewart, they all came up through it and I think they drug at least a few people either way. But Kyle Larson to me has been the biggest catalyst. Yeah, to he, get, he's been a breakthrough. Uh, oh my gosh. And, and again, he's benefited both sides. That's well, the cool part.
0: So, someone else that uh, again is maybe going unnoticed, uh, Christopher Bell. I mean, he jumps in dirt cars, too, quite frequently, and he does a pretty good job. His owner won't let him drive sprint cars, though. Well, I know, but...
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he's been very vocally pissed off about, about it. it, too. Yeah. Hey, RFK is getting their crap figured out. Christopher Bell jumps ship. Because then again, we can just root against JGR as a whole, so it's a win-win. Love it. Love everything I'm about in. it. All right. Uh, yeah, so we kind of already hit Martinsville predictions, so we're... I, I don't know. Anyone else have any other... Thoughts? Anything we skipped over? I feel like we got most the. Uh,
0: I have lots of thoughts. I just don't know if any of them are intelligible or not. Well, most would argue that nothing we've said tonight is intelligible. So
2: I think um, we did pretty good relative to uh, <laughs> a lot of times. It's we have zero. I don't know edits. I'm off the cookies. I could, I could be wrong. <laughs> I mean, I'm they, high on
1: chocolate chip. Mama, I will say
0: <laughs> this episode we have surprisingly stayed on topic consistently, not uh, bouncing all over and. Uh, you know t- talking about every little thing that comes into our head david yeah <laughs> i will say
1: the the end listener that has made it this far in the podcast there's not one edit because nothing that we've done had to be cut out so david uh nolan even censored himself you know when he was quoting the
2: <laughs> i was thinking I, of you man oh my gosh
1: i was gonna quote ryan blaney yesterday but then i realized i can't say any of his radio chatter without having to censor myself so um, <laughs> Yeah, so Martinsville should be good. And then Phoenix,
0: uh, man, this might be a stressful couple of weeks for me. As, as much as I hate to say it, I, and I really hate to say it, I, I think Christopher Bell is is going to pull together. I really do. He's been hot the last couple of weeks, and he's going into Martinsville where, where he won last year, and it was a make-or-break race for him. And he, I don't know. I, I hate to see it. I'd love to see Blaney pull it out, but... I, I'm going to go out on on a pretty strong limb and say Christopher Bell. Bold take. I'm still, I'm locking on the 12 or the
1: 24. I, I think that's, I think regardless for the race it's going to be the 12 or the 24. It's just a matter of whether they're racing for a championship or not. That's fair. That's a 12 fair. just has crazy speed at Phoenix. So, any final thoughts Nolan? You got all your cookies uh, choked down over there? Yeah He needs some milk. That's what he needs.
2: I, <laughs> you, you read my mind. <laughs> exactly what i've been thinking about for five minutes this man drank a gallon uh, of milk
1: by himself on the darlington weekend
0: yeah yep. <laughs> it was the jalapeno nachos wasn't it
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. cookies <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, no i meant at darlington
2: yeah uh, all right so what are we doing here are we picking next week's winner or are we picking yeah the championship? I, I mean
1: so oddly enough i this is this is the time of the year where i feel like you pick the champion for the race you kind of pick the race winner but um because I, I I think it's the twelve or the twenty four this weekend. I don't I don't know which one I'm going with. I'll take either of them.
2: Shoot, man, give me Christopher Bell again.
1: And there and then you're taking. Uh, who do you think this weekend?
0: Oh man, you know what? I, since you get the opportunity to to pick Blaney all the time, I'm going to pick him this time. There you go, love it. <laughs> all right. That's it. It's gonna be gonna be the number twelve. So,
1: anyway, thanks for listening again. Uh, appreciate you guys coming out, man. It was a good episode with y'all, Kevin. I say it every time, but we got to have you on more often. Hey, I'm
0: um, I'm down. Just let me know.
1: We will. We're definitely gonna have. Uh, we have some ideas in the uh, in the whatever the can the list whatever for end of season episodes. We'll definitely include you on that. Sounds so, good. So yeah, it'll be fun. So, you all have a good weekend, and uh, we'll see you next week. Go twelve. Go 42. Peace.
0: (laughs) I think we should end the podcast.
2: (laughs)